As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Here on the Football Ramble, we like to talk about the big issues that underpin not just the game itself, but the wider societal context in which the game exists. We also like to talk about stupid stuff. So this show is about footballers' hair. If it was me, if I was a footballer, and millions of people watching me, I'd rather look good than not good. So, And that's what a haircut does. Not that it's stupid if you happen to be a footballer. It's all part of the brand, baby. Man came all the way from London just to see his brother making fresh. From the perms and mutton chops of the 70s to the atrocious mullets of the 80s. Oh, and a crashing finish there And the gel boy band curtains of the 90s. Duncan Ferguson inside three minutes. Player after player after player has inspired the phrase, what the hell is that on his head? Valderrama, much more than an extravagant hairstyle, his passing was superb, his control too, and he showed there that he got a shot. Some haircuts become a part of a player's mystique such as Roberto Baggio's Divine Ponytail. Some capture a moment, like Ronaldo's wedge thing, and others simply remain a mystery, also Ronaldo's wedge thing. From the early days when there were literally two haircuts, haircut or bald, Maybe a shot from Charlton. through to the trailblazing mavericks who led us to the current trends of personal hairdressers, hair tattoos and hair transplants. I have to ask you whether he's had any stick about his haircut. No, no, he's had no stick. We'll leave him to it. <laughs> We're going to celebrate it all because this is the Football Rambles Guide to Footballer's Hair. Barber came in and he, he, he set up his own little barber shop in Ashley Young's room. <laughs> I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Dushan Raja. And I'm Pete Donaldson.
Hi, everybody. Good to have you here. Thanks to James Sweetman, who suggested this topic via email. Here's a sweet man Woo! with some sweet ideas. <laughs> and this is one of them, Peter. Mm. Uh, right, everybody. Uh, we put this question uh, to you on, on social media. And I'm going to put it to you, chaps, and myself as well. For mm. you, what's the most notable footballing haircut of all time? Ever, Jim. <laughs> the, the one that haunts my dreams, Ooh. which is why I'm going to include it as being notable, is Rodrigo Palacio's... Um, mad hair that he had mm. for many years where it was he was bald aside from a very long very thin off-center rat's tail <laughs> it was an incredible decision like he had the rat's tail before he was bald so he's obviously decided to just you know keep it but it just it's it raises so many questions it does. like what does it look like when you untie it mm. it, it must be like a really really thin very long flowing mane like mm. probably quite far down his back um, also, I think I, it's a it's a, a, a what do you call it? an extension. You think? So I think you it think it's be. stuck on? I think it has to be because we yeah. would have remembered all that flowing scullety goodness had it not have uh, you know. And then he sort of fashioned it into but he, that. But he did have it when he had hair, so that that implies that he could have grown it out. Yeah, maybe. I if you, I've, I've, many moons ago, I went to Argentina and I saw a few of these rats' tails knocking around. Well, that. Raises another question as well, doesn't it? Because obviously we know that you know they were all attached like to men. Boca, well, well, places like Boca Juniors and, yeah. and, and you know what Argentinian football's like. It's very very chaotic. So I'd imagine those stadiums are quite busy. Mm. And what you get in a situation like that with with rats is a rat king. <laughs> so oh yes. could, can you get yeah. could you get like football fan rat kings just wandering around Hang Buenos Aires? Like loads of was people. There, is there not a thing? Was there? Oh no, maybe it was maybe you know when they, the, there's a rivalry. So Boca and River obviously is the huge rivalry there. Yeah. And they they find something odd, like they wave. I thought it was rats. Maybe it's pigs. I can't. There's a, yeah, there's a pig. They the flew a flew oh, an inflatable okay, pig in front okay. of the fans, didn't they? Um, yeah, okay. Possibly in their own stadium, but that seems unlikely. But if you don't know what a rat king is, it's when loads of rats get their tails um, tangled up, and after that, they're just like, well, I we're guess this now. is us now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just a big we are <laughs> All right, yeah. hardy okay. beasts. The hardy beasts, Peter. Um, I'm going to go for um, a player that you, you probably won't think of having particularly bad hair, but Pavel Cernicek, when he joined Newcastle United, right. he had the most unique hair in you know a world of football mm -hmm. the, where they just they just have very uh, strange hair. Look at it. Oh like, wow! Ah, it looks like Cliff Richard it, getting oh, taken over by Venom. It looks like. <laughs> You know what it looks like? It looks like the Sandman. I'm afraid. Yeah. Game I'm and afraid. Sandman. He it's looks, so thick. He looks like Yuri Geller. Yes, yeah. a little bit. Well, he always did have a bit of Yuri Geller about him, but I've never Susie seen Sue. such kind. Yeah, such black, naturally not dyed yeah. hair. And you imagine that when it goes white, it will just be that kind of. It would look exactly the same and just as rich. It's mm. a bit 80s synth pop. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sure. that's fair. That's fair. But, but like just, towards the goth edge of that. I was yeah. just I was just astounded. And, and there's a cheeky mullet popping out uh, around the <laughs> illiterate man's head. Ooh, and it's just kind of like, and it's just, I, I just find it astonishingly <laughs> thick and rich and, and, and spiky. Wow. And you can't do anything with it. Look no. at it. You can't do anything with that. But I think it doesn't need to. doesn't need to. It's making yeah. its own statement right Helmet there. head. But oh. um, yeah, very enjoyable. Oh. Yeah. God rest him. God rest uh, him. Vish. Uh, David Beckham getting cornrows and meeting Nelson Mandela. Lovely. <laughs> it's a what was he doing? You wouldn't do that now, would you? I no. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, shouldn't have done it then. No, he shouldn't. Um, but it's David Beckham. He said he did an interview with um, this Australian TV show in 2018 where he said it was one of the biggest regrets of his career. Um, did he also 
mentioned Qatar as well. He did in glowing terms. Yeah. Honestly, come one, come all. Unlike my latest decision. But yeah, meeting someone like Nelson Mandela with cornrows. Yeah. Do your impression, Marcus. As captain of the England football team. I've, uh, or have you retired got, got a new air cap for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I there you I'd do are. both of them. Yeah, exactly. Hey, well, you see, yeah. visit Qatar. Visit Qatar Crying for crying out, out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Great for, for the weather out there, I suppose. Uh, Not going to get sweaty if you've got cornrows. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to move on. <laughs> I spent a lot of money when I was at university with my girlfriend's birthday getting her to getting her cornrows. I don't know why she wanted them, no. uh, but she it lasted about two days and then she took them out because they hurt. No, <laughs> they, they do. so yeah, expensive. They... She was in there all day getting them done. Yes, uh, uh, all day. Yes, uh, for me, um, I think the first footballer haircut or hairdo that I was like, blimey. That is outstanding, and it's and it's a good one as well. It was actually um, Rude Hullet in the nineteen ninety World Cup. Yeah, Hullet back yeah. in the day because he was such a great player as well. It really suited him. He looked really cool. Yeah, as a, as a kid going into the nineteen ninety World Cup, I I just thought this man who was so iconic and one of the best players in the world didn't have an amazing tournament, of course, but mm. uh, he did okay. Um, but yeah, that was that's one that uh, stood out for me. Whereas James, uh, among lots of others on Twitter, um, immediately went for the Hair Island. Uh, it has to be Steve McLaren's Hair Island, which um, was a, a, an idea very much created by you, Pete Donaldson. Uh, was it? Oh, fair dues. I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. It was like a because he looked quite hapless just generally, didn't he? He wasn't. You wouldn't say he looked like the most confident uh, play, uh, manager in the world. No, um, and I think that kind of tied into it. Yeah. It was sort of like just th- things are going awry, and you're unwilling mm. or unable to stop it or change yeah. it. Yeah, make a decision, Steve. Well, it's a huge think, part of your he, life. I, now. I think, great I think, lengths to keep it dry, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. <laughs> point but I think with with. If you kind of start receding and, and you know, uh, 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 at that age, I think you kind of sort of think, I'm too old to shave the head. Because a shaven head is a little bit of a young person. Yeah, I know Perceived you as being yeah. a young person's decision. Yeah. you got to do it in your, in your 30s or 40s. But I think if you get to yeah. in your late 50s and, and it's starting to go, you're like, it's going to look too severe if I shave it off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Shearer had the same, didn't he? But it looked like his head was turning into a penalty spot. To me, <laughs> just, that man had goals on the brain. Uh, but he didn't try and kick himself in the face. He would have done had, he, uh-huh. had someone not intervened. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> then he saw Neil Lennon. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, one could say, is, that, is, is it a modern take on Bobby Charlton's famous comb-over? It, it is very much so, isn't it? Because it's, it's denial. <laughs> that Bobby Charles comb over was fantastic back in the day. A lot, of, a number of uh, listeners mentioned this as well. In motion as well. Yeah. Oh man, when it flapped. Yes. Yeah, when it does sort of come out of place, you're like, oh, that's a bit strange. Do but- we? Speaking of uh, people losing their hair up top, do we remember the ten-year-old school kid who cut his hair like Sven? Yes, yeah. no, lovely no, stuff. That was that is. Like that is up there. <laughs> look at him. How? Look at his little face. Do you think that's? I'm, you go to a foster carer. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm just. You, you just. You're, you're getting. I'm sorry. They shouldn't have allowed that. Yeah. Is, I, I remember. It, I remember. Is, it, oh, I went, Pete, is that some of the best banter of all time? <laughs> I remember. I remember going into the town centre in Hartlepool. And I was obsessed with the video game Lemmings, yeah. and I bought some um, iron-on um, fuzzy felt uh, letters, yeah. and I made my own T-shirt that said "I love Lemmings" in big letters, <laughs> right. in the same style as that block of Father Ted that says "I shot Jr." You know, that kind of uh-huh. big lettering. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I should have been taken away then, to be honest, because yeah. it's just just uh, what. And I wore that T-shirt away, uh, to school, 
I love lemmings. To school? Yeah. Like underneath your shirt? Yeah, they, uh, they go to school in the northeast. I come up Jim You think you couldn't get your head around was that he wasn't in school uniform? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were lucky that I was there, Marcus, to be honest. They had bigger things to deal with. Yeah. Put that drill down. <laughs> <laughs> you say he's got that. Bunsen burner. <laughs> <laughs> he's found the magnesium ribbon again. Oh, he's made oh, a flamethrower. <laughs> Why can he only apply himself to horrible things? <laughs> I just think parents shouldn't allow their kids to do that, however funny it is. I'm not sure they did. Well, the way you said that was, uh, I should have been taken away. It sounded like they were protecting your parents in that situation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It was the same. Honestly, you don't want to be with him. We need we to talk about, about, about school. By the way, though, when, when, do you remember those Sven did shave the hair around the back of his head, around the side of his head. He went a bit skinheady. Right. Oh, I yeah. Think when he moved to China, maybe. Yeah, yeah well, he's going to have an all round kind of skullet otherwise. What do you think? I prefer, I prefer, you know, hairy Sven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer hairy Sven. Or do you prefer smooth Sven? Nearly, nearly, oh, it's I mean, it's so close to Sven. slipping out, isn't it? Your true feelings are so close to slipping out. <laughs> Where were we? Hair. Uh, Luke Martin has uh, said the Abel Javier range uh, featured many classics, mm. uh, but the Spartan helmet during his time uh, in MLS caught my eye. Very good. Yeah. Because Luke we... is absolutely right there, isn't it? Because it was a range with Abel Xavier. Yes, indeed. It yeah. was always peroxide blonde, but he did so much with that. Yeah, he really, yeah. he was a hair sculptor mm. at, at times. And a bit of a trailblazer for that. A lot of players do that sort of thing now, but Xavier was, was kind of alone in that. Well, Jibril Cissé. True, true. I think I feel like Xavier was a bit before that, but I might Perhaps. be wrong. Yeah, he had Cissé was maybe a bit. He would certainly shave a lot more and have. He would have sort of bits and pieces. Whether Xavier went for a more holistic approach, <laughs> if you will. Um, Ant Man said Pavel Nedved. It looked amazing when he ran like a horse on a gallop. Yeah, he, yeah, I like that. Nedved to me always looked like your mum's mate who like brings wine round. <laughs> <laughs> or is a little bit middle-aged housewife yeah a little bit too early as well like yeah, you, yeah yeah like yeah. you're still in your school uniform having got back and there yeah. are you not more handsome than I mean you're giving him credit there I'm, I'm just talking about the hair oh okay I always, I always feel sorry for um, footballers who um, have unique haircuts but they're not in the top 25% either footballers in certainly the Premier League or yeah. other top leagues in Europe and so they don't get the personal touch that big players like uh, Neymar get in the video mm. game FIFA mm. yes. you know when they're modelling them yes. they'll just get an off the peg yeah. <laughs> kind of dread shaved at the side with a fade yeah. I'll have a go at that yeah, yeah, yeah fine yeah, yeah. and they don't get their, their unique haircut represented but if you're David Beckham or you're well, yeah. uh, Neymar they spend get, all the time gonna, on yeah, them yeah yeah, true enough. Well, of course, decades ago, um, when uh, everyone looked pretty much the same in the 1960s, it was all sort of short back and sides, wasn't it? Mm. Often uh, with some, some some noticeable sort of sideburns. But that in the yeah. 70s, my goodness, they yeah. ramped that up. Do you remember when we did the film club yes. over the lockdown and we watched the Arsenal Stadium mystery? And yeah, Luke, yeah, Luke yeah. made the very, very fair observation that it was basically impossible to tell who anyone was, apart yeah. from like one character in it, because they had glasses and a distinctive jacket. Because it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone had the same haircut. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean that that film uh, was in the late thirties when yeah because in the sixties really people started to think oh yeah we, we yeah we we are individuals. George Best and L Beetle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I think actually yeah. you know, it's a bit of an Adam Curtis deep dive opinion, but I think the, the idea of individualism <laughs> seemed to kind of take off more more towards the sixties yeah, and seventies. Totally. Yeah, but but Best it has to be mentioned because that was an outstanding. Barnet, mm. uh, because but, but even like nowadays it wouldn't really be 
such a big thing. But yeah, the 70s, that's when we started to see footballers, well, and of course, society in general, but let's keep it in football, uh, become a little bit more experimental and... Uh, you mentioned the teenager. The invention <laughs> yes. of the teenager. The Beatles. Yeah. The Beatles. No, but you're still in the 60s. Hot I'm, rods. I'm saying in the 70s. Hot rods. If you like. <laughs> no cold rods Greases. <laughs> Fights on Brighton Beach. Uh, okay. Don't worry about placing it. I, it's all not, just, I just agreed it's with all you. It's all just fluff on my brain. Past, I just want it? you to put down that sharp object. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the 70s when people just started basically skipping trips to the barbers, didn't they? I mean, it's very easy to forget that Graham Souness mm. had a perm. Yeah. Like one, mm. like really, in a way, the the iconic hard man mm-hmm. had, yeah. had. Imagine you expect the modern Keegan. equivalent having a having a perm. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, Kevin Keegan, one and it would have would have taken his generation would have taken hours as well. That yeah, mm. yeah a perm probably is longer than Paul Pogba's hair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, you're right, but yeah, a perm is it's, it's mad to think that because if you look at those footballers back in the day, you think that's their natural hair. Oh, he had quite a curly barnet, like Paul Brightner yeah. or something like I, that. I think hair product was was either limited or... In its infancy. Not, yeah, not in existence. But yeah, having a... Like, basically, you, you have, you know, as we, as we know Sooners and Keegan now, you know, that's, that's their hair. And they go, no, no, I'm going to perm this up, baby. I, I, you don't see... And I imagine if they were ever going to experiment... Because you do see lads now, Dodas with short hair, mm. sides and, 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 and long on the top. Jack you, you don't see You don't see wet... Perms anymore, like ah yeah. Remember yeah. Eric LaSalle in Coming to America? He had beautiful, oh, yeah. yes, uh, mm. reflective, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shiny perm. Well, just shiny hair, I guess. But um, oh. but it, it was just an astonishing bit of work. Mm. Like you don't see that uh, anymore, and I'd very yeah. much like to see. Yeah. You, you never really saw them back in the day either. I just want a wet perm. Is this a plea? I just want. <laughs> this is a plea to footballers in the Premier League and beyond. I'd like very much to see a lovely shiny perm. Yeah. Or just hair. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Nice. Well, something we can all get behind. <laughs> uh, the 70s then became the 80s, Jim, as they do in the decades. And then we saw the likes of Barry Venison and Chris Waddle getting involved. Yeah. There yeah. were some good ones there, some interesting ones. I mean, but it was just, I think long hair was just quite, um, it was all part of part and parcel, wasn't it? You think of someone like Glenn Hoddle had flowing hair as yes. well. And then, in, and then in the 90s, it became a bit more... Controlled, not controlled, but a bit more tamed, perhaps. Actually, 1990 is an interesting point. So, out of Chris Waddle and Rudy Voller, who do you think had the better mullet? Because they're two very different types of mullet. One's the curly mullet, yeah. one's just a bit, Waddle's a bit more unruly. Mm. Yeah. Voller, I think. Voller's had spit in it. Yeah. Oh. Although that wasn't all <laughs> no, the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, it did, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Waddle got rid of his. Because I think maybe he conceded that oh, yeah, of course, yes. Voller was the king of that. Yeah, yeah. Some German. I mean, that is really where the World Cup was lost, wasn't it? I think so for England. Yeah. If Waddle hadn't bottled that contest, yes, he I probably would have gone all the way. <laughs> if he hadn't have bottled that contest, I, th- I think he see... buried his penalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think see, with for... the warmth of the mullet on his neck, <laughs> providing <laughs> definitely needed in Italy in the summer. <laughs> I, th- I think seeing um, the Netherlands against uh, Germany in, in a work, in a match back then, yeah. like he had Rijkaard yes. and and Voller together, yeah. like two yeah. excellent. Uh, Big, big hair mm. kind of experiences. Uh, That's not to mention the facial hair as well. Exactly. So much yeah, going yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, but but then in the nineties, it did sort of. It was a different vibe, of course. And I'd like to say that one of the most iconic hairstyles in in football for the nineties for, for me was when Gaza bleached his hair. Do you remember this? Mm. 
it was Eminem-esque, or maybe, or should I say Eminem, it was Gazer-esque. I don't, mm. yeah. But that was quite a big thing. You remember people would just bleach their hair? You've done that thing. It'd be like really heavy bleach as well. Yes. It would just be completely take any corrupt hair. It absolutely was, strip it. And it was clearly it was a sick boy from Train Spotting. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I don't know if Gazers was before that. It was the same year, but I don't know when Transporting came out. Sick Boy's playing John Major in uh, in The Crown. <laughs> Is he really? <laughs> I mean, because hey, he was a bit of a spunk, wasn't he, back in the day? Bit of hard work and you get the top job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but the bleach of, bleaching of the hair, like we all had mates or or even some of us had a go at it. But that was a thing, wasn't it? I it was. I didn't realise how iconic it would be to later generations because I feel like at the time it was like peroxide bleach and then... Yeah. People started bleaching their hair more yeah, regularly. Exactly. It, became it was, a common it was thing. cheap. It was not like when Messi yeah. had it done. That was this was like you've done it yourself in your bath. Yeah, but then like you know Phil Foden at the Euros getting it done and then being yeah. like, oh yeah, that was a throwback because of, of Gaza. And I was yeah. like, oh wow, okay. I didn't realize you would ha- you would want to make that connection or even it, mm. would even see it as anything more than God. Do you remember how bad bleaching used to be? Mm. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, how but... easy you, it used to be and how much better we can do it now because it, it spilled over into other sports as well. Yeah, well, I mean, there was a massive example of this, of course, at World Cup '98 when uh, the entire Romania side did this. I mean, it was Romania's golden or bleach golden generation with Hadji and uh, Popescu, Adrianili, Petrescu. They had a brilliant team. They did. Um, they beat Colombia and England in the group stage, which um, confirmed their place in the second round. And uh, they said, because I think they said to the coach, um, uh, Angel Iordanescu, if we get through after two games, you've got to shave your head. And then if you do that, then we'll bleach our head. It was, you know, this happened at a late night lot, hotel lot bar, I assume. A lot of downtime. A lot of disciplinary issues. Peter Reid shouting, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, Sorry, you don't tell me what I do with my hair. <laughs> But they all Run did. around the fucking training ground. <laughs> well, they, they, so apparently the coach, Iordanescu, uh, did this after he said um, the team had angered God when they drew with Tunisia and were knocked out by Croatia. <laughs> uh, sorry, it was after. But he, so he did his part of the bargain and then and then they uh, they all bleached their hair. The Romanian players, they did this without their families knowing. Like It really was a secretive thing. So when they um, the, when they turned up at the stadium, all their families were like, what on earth is going on? All, I remember the commentators going, Oh, we're, we're, this is above our pay grade, <laughs> you know, because it was so it was ridiculous. Also, just hard to identify the players as a commentator yes. as well. Totally. Yes. Well, that's it. Exactly. Yeah, it was quite an outstanding thing. And do, you, I, do you remember Jimmy Hill? Um, I do doing punditry before this game. No, where he straight faced. I, I remember this so clearly. Straight faced <laughs> for the first time ever. <laughs> Endlessly straight faced that lad. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Vish. <laughs> he basically tried to say sincerely yeah. that um, it's a smart tactic because they'll be easier to pick each other out. That's right. <laughs> I think he did. He not say it was good for team bonding, though. No, no. He, but he also said on the field. On the field makes a lot of sense. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like, yeah. If you can't see the kit. Yeah, which was a great kit, by the yeah. way. But uh, there'll be no other blonde people on the pitch apart from yours. <laughs> None at all. Well, I think that they said in, um, you know, when the years had gone by and uh, the bleach had settled, um, they said that actually it was a bit of a stupid thing to do because they felt like the holiday mode had kicked in. Yeah, right. and, they, and they kind of okay. relaxed a bit because it was a brilliant team. Now I understand mm. they were beaten by Croatia's golden generation, uh, although Modric and Co might argue that point. But if you will. Um, 
and yes, that, that Romania side, they were brilliant in the 90s, 94 and so on. So they might have gone further. So I think they kind of regretted it. One of the Romanian players said that because it was a proper DIY job, he said, I think he like burnt the part of his head or something. He had to sleep on one side and all this kind of stuff. Um, Send them back. Oh, I can't head that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. But it's not the only time that a team did something in unison. Similar Leeds United when they all shaved yes. their heads. Uh, in the Champions League um, when they were up against Valencia. That's, uh, that's the ultimate holiday, isn't it? It yeah. can't get any worse. It yeah. Rather, it's yeah. just going to keep getting better. <laughs> again, we're not going to go bust. Why do you say bust? <laughs> <Don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that seems really small time. Or yeah, shaving that, heads. But, yeah, that would have given, given mm. Valencia a lot of um, encouragement, I think. Like these... This lot don't feel like they should be here. Well, that, so they're that, treating it like a sort of novelty. Like, remember this for your rest, the rest of your lives, guys. Well, it's a bit, you know, names on the back of shirts. Not for the footballers. Obviously, that is a part and parcel of their, you know, attire. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? That is that holiday thing which Romanian players were, were saying. I mean, Stephen McPhail remembers he said, we were playing Arsenal in London. So we had three or four days before heading to Spain. One of the lads, maybe Danny Mills, had the razor. The razor, the club razor. <laughs> uh, little things like that calmed us down. Mm. Ian Hart, Danny Mills with a terrible idea. Yeah, <laughs> and with a razor. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. I think one of the worst haircuts that we've seen, certainly on the international stage, was was Ronaldo in 2002 with what we're sort of calling that that wedge thing. Yeah. I don't know how you describe that sort of shave and he had that little bit at the front. He mm. said in years later, oh, because of my injury and all the 
not injury, but the whole fiasco before the 98 World Cup final. He said he did that to kind of draw attention and get them talking about something else. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's... Yeah, well, he won the World Cup. Uh, yeah, he did. He? It, so it, Something went right. I'm really him. into Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, Vish, I'd imagine you had a go at creating that at some point. No, no, not at all. I didn't oh. use to cut my own hair, though, until the age of 20. So you cut your own hair now? Well, I mean... <laughs> That's impressive. I used to shave... Well, it's just shave it number four all over. Oh, yeah, I, I used to, I, Right from my 20s, I used to shave my own hair, but my clippers broke one time, and my mate recommended... I used to live in Deptford, and my mate recommended a place around the corner that did um, the footballer's hairs from Millwall. Ah, I got there, didn't realise it was like a black guy's uh, um, uh, barber's. So uh-huh. they gave me the very best haircut I have mm. ever had in my life. Yeah, They spent ages yep. on the fringe, yep. fade on the side. Mm. I looked like a million dollars. And it really, I had to grow my hair up because I was like, I'm never going to cut it that again. <laughs> I looked so good. Yeah, I had a sort of weird kind of flat because I've got a widow's peak, they kind of just took me back a few yeah. inches and just flattened that out a little bit. I looked fucking brilliant, remember, if a little receding. I remember trying to get off of you when you had that. <laughs> yeah, you magnificent. Such a tidy haircut. That seems very you, that it. you'd get that haircut and be like, you know what? I've no. peaked. No, yeah. widow's peaked. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you know what it's like shaving your head? It lasts like three days and you're like, oh, I look like a microphone. Yeah. Like fluffy hair. I tell you but, what. Uh, wow, that was a good haircut. I used to be able to balance things on my head, um, well, on the top of my head because of my hair. <laughs> So people at school would like. It ended up being like every Thursday lunchtime because of like the way it panned out <laughs> with the classroom next to us who were in the same year. It's shelf of fish. Pe- people would come <laughs> in and, and balance things on my head, and by the end of <laughs> by the time of school, people, far and wide. people would know know me as the the amazing balancing head. <laughs> <laughs> that is so like Tins of paint and stuff. <laughs> Quickly to the <Wow>. windows. <laughs> I think I got three folders on there at one point, but um three but folders, folders like, stood it, up uh oh, on the side. flat, yes. You know when Pete puts his laptop down like that yeah. on my head. That's very impressive. We could do it like um when we tell Kate to put a laptop on the side. Yes. Put it on your head. Put it on my head. Oh. Lovely. Uh so no I sorry, I didn't sorry, I didn't yes. so no, I didn't attempt the Ronaldo thing because of that. Uh, but also the interesting thing after that is the reason he got do you know the reason he got rid of it? What was that? Because he, he was scaring his son. Oh right. Because uh-huh. his, his son was getting upset when he saw it, yeah. so he he cut it off. I yeah. should say by the way that he also had a bit of a groin injury going into the final. It wasn't just about the Fiat final in ninety eight. That's not why he put that up there. He won't ask what he, he he basically was just trying to distract from various things and so on. I and thought he said the shape was groin related. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean what a what a bafflingly like insightful move that was. Yeah. If, if his story is, do you think that's, one of, the, you think that's one of the worst footballers' haircuts of all time? I think so. It's up there, isn't it? Yeah, it has to be up there, doesn't it? I think um, most ill-judged is Beckham's cornrows. Yeah, definitely. Although, but, but, the, the I mean, worst or Andy Carroll's because it came much later. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anthony yeah. Latella, do you remember him for Liverpool? Oh, I don't actually. He so, um, he was very Anthony Latella. No, Latella. Ah, oh yes. He had cornrows, and yeah. he was he was very blonde as well, and he looked absolutely absurd. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Oh, yeah. yeah, that is. Uh, That's right. There's a lot of pictures of him in, in a beret, which is very. <laughs> it's enjoyable. probably in the same era. It's like, yeah. oh, can't go out scene like this. Yeah. <laughs> this did not look how I thought it would. <laughs> what about Baggio's uh, little little ponytail? Did you like that? Or do you think that was terrible? I, it's an interesting one. I because I don't know because it's I I, yeah, I love Roberto mean. Baggio, yeah. so it's it's all part of the the mystique. Yes. Really, yes, yes. So yes, I, yes. objectively, it's it's not a good haircut, is it? But he kept it his whole career, or like mm. not his whole career, but like the vast majority of it, and certainly mm. like the best bits of it. So I just it was I, disgusting. I like it because it's on his head. Yeah, 
I think it could get away with that, but it was disgusting. It was well, like proper. It was like was it not quite li- iconic? It yeah, got, no, exactly. It was. The divine ponytail. Yeah, like it's, it's not r- a ponytail. It's a rat's tail, isn't it? It's different. It's but like, that's that, yeah, but I think that's why. It, what about cat and tails? Beckham's mohawk. Yeah, he had a few, didn't he? I suppose. He did. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what? I remember it being quite shocking when he shaved his hair off after the '98 World Cup. Mm. Oh my goodness! Mm. Well, he, was, who's that oven-ready turkey? Um, <laughs> but he was. Yeah. That, well, he, he, I mean, Beckham is a. Beckham's hair is a is a whole subject in itself, isn't mm. it? He, he had so many different looks. That's the, right. He, he had a little mullet for a bit, didn't he? Obviously, you mentioned the mohawk there. Mm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he had some great haircuts as well. Yeah, the, he, he he had some genuinely brilliant haircuts. I thought France ninety eight. Yeah, he looked that, a million yeah. a million I, I mean, dollars because the the pounds value at the moment. I, I do like <laughs> how he grew it out to play for Real Madrid. He yeah. went for that kind of quite Mills and Booney Spanish look. <laughs> yeah. like, with the with, hairband. With the Sergios well. and, 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 and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah, it was, that was, and, and the Gooties, that was, yeah. that was pretty great. But you, you mentioned Mohawks. I think, um, I feel like a certain, you have to be a certain type of player to truly pull off a Mohawk. Mm. On Raja Nigelin, it looks terrifying, as anything oh, does. I mean, he's had some spectacular hair. I think you, it, it needs to be a hard man midfielder for yeah. me. Because yeah. I think he, Nigelin and, and Arturo Vidal. Oh, are like, Vidal's a great player. Yeah. Vidal's, I think, got the, Probably the best hair in football because it's audacious. Yeah, and it like you have to. It's hard to pull that off, but he'd like most of his head would be shaved, but he'd, he'd have patterns in, in most of it, and then yeah. a quite small, very very like well gelled mohawk. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of effort has gone into that man's hair, yeah, and it really added to his mystique as well. It added to the look of it. He looks so hard, Vidal, yeah. and we know that he is. The funny, and I yeah. think the hair is part of it. Like you, you look at him and think, Ugh. I find it interesting when you when you see someone with with, with a haircut like that, and you think. They've gone to an awful lot of trouble to make it look like that. And you think, we're just going to go and play football. And you think, suppose you are playing in front of millions of people. Exactly. You, maybe yeah. you do want to look pretty good. Of course mm. you do. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, confidence affects the way you play as well, right? Yeah. So. You want to look pretty doy in my video. Yeah. That's what they say to themselves before they go out. Is that right? Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes they say to ODB as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. yeah um, it's a true. You know, look good, feel good, play good. Well, Paul yeah. Pogba. Yeah, yeah. Did, well, he, did he get all three at Manchester United? He got some of them at, the, at different times. Um, <laughs> do we remember very quickly on? I, I think this is the ultimate football mohawk, Marek Hamsik. Yeah, oh, yes. God, that yeah. mouth. Yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. like an exotic Haunting. fish. In that yeah, photo. the, the, yes. the, the <laughs> Vicious shown us a picture of Marek Hamsik. If you Google it, it will come up. He yeah. he looks like something from. It's the Come to Daddy video, isn't it? No, I think yeah, it's it Come to Daddy. All of those things. All of that. All of those. The things. inside mouth of Alien. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> but I mean, in Italy, the traditionally players would have the longer hair and the beautiful flowing locks. You think of the likes of uh, at times Rina Gattuso, Andrea Pirlo, well, Paolo Maldini. Mm. Well, uh, Rudy, Rudy Vola, when he was at Roma, he had the because they call him Anti Cathy, don't they? Because like because <laughs> old, older women in in Germany kind of have the I same. He should have played for Juventus, the old lady. Yeah, yes. that'd have been fitting. Ooh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So there, there was. I think Italy was always a bit more flamboyant, a bit more expressive. Well, I mean, generally, that's obviously the, the... Well, I mean, that's, I suppose, the overarching point with haircuts. And, you know, we we're about to talk about Pogba there, but mm. it is it was the one, I suppose, the one part that you could really showcase your individuality as a mm. footballer. Yeah. You know, everyone's in the same kit. So you're kind of... Mm. You're, Kind of sponsored uh-huh. all over. Um, it's very strict. I don't know, it's only for ninety minutes. You know, maybe twice a week. But I think a lot of players saw that as a way of showcasing their individuality. And I think it's really interesting that um, you know a lot of the conversation around Paul Pogba's hair ended up being quite, without meaning to, perhaps at times, like being quite um, naive to like the racial connotations of hair and things yeah. like that. I, I still remember a while ago. Um, 
my uh, one of my mates has a goddaughter who is who's black, and she's based in America, and her dad was watching Sesame Street with her, and on Sesame Street there was a young black girl talking about her hair and how she didn't like it, and the Sesame Street character was like. No, but it's so unique. Look at all the things you can do with your hair. Yeah, and he was like blown away. But like, oh wow, that's that's genuinely quite incredible that this mm. is like this is coming up. So I find it interesting that because um, obviously the the Pogba thing is also related to his some of his off field antics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the hair, I think, was always quite. I've always found it I quite dog, cool. Dog, dog, I've always yeah. admired. It's, it's, a like, bit, uh, it's a little bit dog whistly for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of they they, they think that their, their their words are inert and uh, politicalless, so to speak. But it, it's not. It just isn't. If you understand it, the first fucking day one uh, of the of the black experience, it, it's a completely different world. It just is. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, actually, some of his haircuts ended up being funnier because of it. Because, for example, you know, when, when United played Man City and they ended up winning 3-2, I think they were 2-0 at half-time, yeah. Man City could have won the league when uh, if they had beaten United. United came back 3-2. Pogba was the architect of that with a blue streak in his hair. Yeah. Mm. And it was like, wearing blue against... I was like, yeah, but it's yeah. not like a fucking... You know, it's <laughs> not... It's, not it's, seeping his, into his, it's his head. Yeah, yeah. He can do what he wants also, with Also, the colour blue isn't seeping into his head and be like, oh, the, the blue are <laughs> like your friends. Like a candidate. Yeah. Well, well, Garth Crooks once said, you know, if you're going to... About Pogba and his hair, if you're going to attract attention to yourself on a football pitch, do it with goals and performances, not cheap gimmicks and marketing tricks. <laughs> He's not like got, you know... I don't know, Lidl on the side of his head <laughs> shaved in. Do you know, marketing tricks. Um, what about Phil Foden? Didn't he have 47 in his hair recently? Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. people were quick to uh, give their opinions on that on social media. <laughs> <laughs> they mm. mostly weren't uh, positive. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, one uh, area, uh, of course, which is becoming increasingly popular with football is it hair transplants. Yes. Wayne mm. Rooney famously had one. I mean, no one has had a better hair transplant than Rob Holding. It's incredible. Mm. It's better than his original hair. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you feel like a lot of people with hair transplants, it ends up being a facsimile of their previous hair. Yeah. Yes. He's just taken it off someone else's head. <laughs> it's, it is genuinely an incredible thing that we live in an age where th- this is even possible. Yeah. Do we know it? Did he go to Turkey to get it done? I have no idea. I don't think the guy I play football with uh, did that. Right? Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. I like. I do. Yeah. I like the idea that all the players who end up going to like Turkey, who you play for, uh, career sport, like whatever, just get me over there. Yeah. 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 I I imagine you can have it done here, or no, no, it's just a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's lovely and cheap over there. (laughs) You got that big? uh, Is it the Blue Mosque? Blue Mosque. There's just like just they don't do it in there. There's there's lads who come in. They're just in like like ferried around on a mini bus. There's a little, you know, there's a little holiday and a and a hairdo, but they're just kind of like wearing the the um the old. John McEnroe, yep. uh, kind of. Um, is it was it John McEnroe? Did he have a headband sort of thing? He had a good do. What's going on here? He had a good do, but that was tennis, of course. But that was tennis. We don't have time to talk about tennis. I think we got to Andros Townsend. That was a good one. Oh yeah, he had a hair transplant. He looked. He. He. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Look at look at his final days at Newcastle. Look at how he looks now. He looks amazing. Yeah. And Antonio Conte very much. Very good. You know, Rob Holding isn't the only Arsenal defender to have had it. Gabriel's had it as well. Very good. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us on another Football Ramble Guide 2. Remember, we want your ideas for what to talk about next. If you fancy learning more about one of football's recurring oddities or an age-old truth, then get in touch and tell us. Uh, email us, 
show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble with your suggestions. Pubes. Best pubes. No, no, so you could have that. Thank you very so much, Jim Campbell. Oh, uh, you're very welcome. Thank you, Pete Dolson. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for two hands around. Cheers. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.